It's quite amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming up within the week. We got the Las Vegas Grand Prix in a week. Yes. Exciting, very exciting stuff. Very exciting. Yeah. Very, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into it. Oh, but welcome. Oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Yeah. This is Fast Ones. My name is Max, and I got Mike here with me today. How's it going, Max? Going good. And we have our correspondent joining us for this episode. We have the Haas chap. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Henry. Yes, welcome. How are we? Uh, we're doing so good. Splendid. We're glad that we get to have you on more regularly. We're trying to make it more of a thing. Yes. I've even made you a home for the table. <laughs> and so it's not just my laptop flipped the other way and all wonky. You have a station now. Yeah, he does. So, and for those who are watching on YouTube, and if you're not watching on YouTube, go and subscribe to the channel guy. now. But it's funny watching me on what I'm recording on at home and then looking over and seeing another version of me <laughs> on my screen, which will then be on another version of my screen when it's uploaded. Yes. It's just a, yes. It's like a real inception. Like, mm. <laughs> There's many so, layers to this dream. That, the tangled web of screens. Put, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh. The Haas chap oh, is yeah. ready. The chap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, just put on sunglasses with sideburns. So it is very now Elvis Vegas 1970s look. And I think he's evolved from the ha- the Haas chop to the Haas chops. Oh, yo. Oh. <laughs> Got him. That was really good. <laughs> I'm here for the dad jokes. That was so good. Um, last time we had the Haas chap on, it was before the upgrades. That's correct. The Haas Formula One team. Yeah. So we brought him on today to talk with us yeah. about how it's been going. Should Hopefully we st- he can give us some insight. Should we? Oh, you're just breaking down I'm what we're doing. just breaking down what we're doing okay. today. Okay. We are definitely going to talk about what we expect from the Las Vegas Grand Prix as well. Right. And then um, see where else we go. Right. But to kick things off, I just wanted to ask a question to, to Henry, the Haas chap. On your Instagram story, you said, Garth Marenghi, for those who know. And you had a picture oh, yeah. of a guy on a stage. Yeah. Who is Garth? Yeah. Garth Marenghi. So Garth Marenghi is a character um, from a, a a comedy in the UK on Channel Four called Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, oh. and it is a fake author who has like written a series of books and TV shows, and they're effectively like from the dark place in his mind. And the hospital is called Dark Place, and it's kind of a bit medically. But if you ever you watched um, uh, what we do in the shadows, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Matt Berry, a very young Matt Berry, is in oh, um, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, and okay, Garth Marenghi even starred in the original Office as the IT guy. Oh, okay, okay. So he's you, so he's a dry comic, very dry. Okay, but actually, it, you don't have to know a lot of the backstory about the show and about his character mm. to understand the comedy. I think yeah. that British television is one of those things in the US that's actually been still this... Uh, it's kind of a dark horse in our entertainment because we're so spoiled with saturation, so many things to watch, mm. and there's always so much media being created over here that we, you know, uh, we discover the Top Gears 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's so many Doctor Who fans. I, I'm not personally all that crazy about Doctor Who, but I know mm-hmm. that Doctor Who who is huge in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, I'm a massive Monty Python fan. Oh, I, I, I mean, love John right. Cleese. Yep. I went and saw John Cleese and Eric Idle. Really? At a little like show they were doing. Oh, that would have been epic. On tour in Las Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Question, Henry. How is Go. the Haas train doing? Oh, the Haas train is good. Personal Guys, build. if you're not following the Haas job, <laughs> you have to follow him. Go and subscribe on Instagram. Yes. Because, I mean, for a while he was making his own Haas Formula One car models. Right. Because they don't sell them. Yeah, yeah you can, but they're... There's, there's a kind of maximum really that's expensive. It's like few and far between and they're yeah, expensive. They are. they are very expensive. And they're much smaller than the ones that I've made. Yeah, yeah. yours are, are yeah. good size. What are those, like 16th size? Yeah. 1 to 12 One scale. 1 to 12 scale. That's, yeah. see, those are cool they're size. huge, yeah. Um, and So you're probably talking about just over a foot? Ish yeah. In length? yeah. I feel like those are going to be worth a lot. Custom made yeah. Haas cars by the Haas chap. I mean, that's a collector's item. Yeah, yeah, But totally. then recently, <laughs> you made a model train and branded it all Haas F1. Yes. I had some transfers left over from the previous build, which was the <laughs> last year's uh, Circuit the Americas MoneyGram launch livery. Okay. I had some leftover transfers, and for those people who know and may follow me on Instagram, occasionally I do other post other things on my stories about not just Formula One, but my other interest, and that includes steam engines. And, and I have a steam engine that doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot train. of Thomas references. <laughs> yeah. I have this little engine that doesn't work, so I thought, screw it, I'm going to make it the Haas train. <laughs> and the well, Haas train is a good name for the money fans. Put yeah, like We're passengers and, on the Haas train, yeah, so I mean, I'm sure. glad that somebody yeah. built a physical one. <laughs> Um, you also posted a story the other day. I don't know if we're getting too far in the weeds and to trains, but like uh, we can you, talk about trains as long you, as we want. You actually like conduct steam trains. Yeah, yeah. is that what you would call it? Conducting a steam train. So Piloting? I was a fireman. A fireman? Were you shoveling coal? Yeah, I was. The, I'm the one shoveling the coal. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Do you have the black lung, yeah. Henry? <laughs> I mean, it does feel like it sometimes when I come home. Like, <laughs> Can you take me a glass of water, please? Are they um actually passenger trains that are being used? Yeah. Are they just? Are they more gimmicky? I mean, they're used as a loose term because it is a tourist attraction okay. they're not being used for commuting mm-hmm. gotcha. or anything but they do provide like a service because they connect to like real land. public transport mm-hmm. in a way so you can get like a bus to the station and the station will take you to the next one and then you can go and wander off and that's so cool see the local economy and I, interesting I, I i now want to just provide like b- builds out some like removable vinyl wrap yeah that's just Haas branded and you could actually like do a big steam train yeah a real life Haas train yeah <laughs> just yeah, for a weekend just get, for a weekend collaborate with Haas F1 MoneyGram right. yes and then get them to do a big stunt because Red Bull's doing that yeah why not Haas could do it Haas could do that so Gene David Paro if you're listening <laughs> listen <laughs> yes we've got some ideas for you I've got some ideas, but it has to be the fastest steam train that we can get our hands on because I, w- I won't accept him. Uh, what if it's the eighth fastest <laughs> or ninth fastest? Uh, if we're talking construction, uh, well, take it. If we're talking we'll constructors championship, I mean, it would just suit. That's yeah. All. yeah. <laughs> do you have any news, Mike, first off the bat? I mean, it's, it's to do with Vegas. 
Okay, yeah, let's do it. Can we have a jingle for nerd news? Uh, it's just Max. <laughs> we got the nerd news coming down the train. <laughs> it gets better every week. <laughs> like it because it's super lame. <laughs> <laughs> it's a segment that we're that, trying that's to my lose, impression but it's eight bit, eight <laughs> bit nerd news. That was a good one. Yeah, so <laughs> cool. So the nerd news this week is that the Vegas Grand Prix is happening. Okay. I yeah. feel like it's been so much hype. There's so much things going on. Yeah, yeah. That I always feel like when they build a new circuit, mm -hmm. all of Twitter and Reddit and everyone are like, they're never going to get this done in time <laughs> because they're always yeah. monitoring how like last minute everything comes together. Yeah. Vegas has been no different. Yeah. It's definitely been no different. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, there's no way. Yeah. Grandstands are still being built. Yeah. Uh, curbs are painted, but that's about it. Right. I, you know, and so and we've seen the pictures of the curbs. Yes, they're cool. They look like a deck of cards, which was a good move. <laughs> it's a roulette wheel. Thingy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. It's it pretty cool. It's a good move. I, I I get nervous for Las Vegas. I do too. It's one thing to I think build a a circuit right off outside of the city limits or whatever right. But it's another thing to like build it into the city structure. Right. And people's, yeah, people's TikToks and Instagram reels make it seem like they are way behind schedule. Right. It is really nerve wracking. So with that said, it's coming. It's happening. Mm -hmm. The forces of nature cannot stop this mm -hmm. from being finished and ready to go. Yeah. Uh, the, I've heard that there are some, I've even heard, and this may be a rumor, but I heard a grandstand was canceled so that they just mm. like, that one's not going to be built. We, yeah. we don't have time. It said some racist comments. <laughs> And they had to cancel that grandstand. <laughs> they had to cancel. They're like, we don't accept that. <laughs> it's the 21st century. So, but one thing that's going to be a huge factor, and I said this last year, mm -hmm. when they announced that the Vegas Grand Prix was going to take place in November, I immediately said, it's going to be cold. Do they know that it's cold in Nevada? Yeah. During the wintertime. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, there might be this At perception point. that it's Abu Dhabi. Or Saudi Arabia or mm -hmm. Qatar. Yeah. Or these places where it's like it never gets cold. I mean. No, it's freaking cold in November. Yeah. In Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. The coldest Formula One race took place at five degrees Celsius. That was the coldest one on record. And that's like what? 80 degrees Fahrenheit? <laughs> I don't know the conversion. <laughs> definitely. That's a summer's day in England. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I what, I would have to do a conversion because I don't actually know. But do I have the does the English guy know the conversion? No, <laughs> yeah, yeah we don't care about English terms. They don't care about American uh, terms. Let's let's no, look it up. Not. Fahrenheit. Everyone everyone else use Celsius. Forty one. Everyone else uses Celsius. Forty one. Forty one Fahrenheit. Okay, that's cool. That's just above freezing. That's just above freezing. Yeah. The weather prediction as of right now for mm -hmm. the Vegas Grand Prix yeah. is that, and again, keep in mind, this race doesn't start until 11, 11 p.m. Utah Heck time, yeah. 10 p.m. I believe Nevada time. Oh, yeah. And the the weather prediction at the moment has it at four degrees Celsius, Ooh. which will be thirty nine point two degrees. This is this is going to be fun. It is a recipe for disaster. The Pirelli tires. Yeah. What's uh, it going to do to the cars? They are. Do not operate at this temperature. <laughs> yeah, dude. If, I want to. I want to. We want this. Wind the clock back. All three of us. <laughs> I know that we've all watched long enough to remember this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. 
the I believe it was Turkey Grand Prix where Valtteri Bottas could not keep it straight in 2020. Mm-hmm. Every like he oh, pinballed yeah. off of people. He spun like five oh, times during that race. Was that the intro where he yeah, yeah. took out ten people? I I don't know because like he survived the race because he ended up finishing. No, it was it wasn't that one. It, it was, was literally he just couldn't uh, stop. It was okay. the whole race gotcha. he spun. It was wow. literally no grip for him the entire time. Mm. That was warmer. Wow. Then this Vegas Grand Prix will be. That's amazing. And so we're set up for This is going to be the I mean chaos. That's makes exciting racing. It does. Because it, we <laughs> have very predictable racing going on. It's like, "Ooh, wait, Max, maybe Lando, right. or whatever. We have this like order of people going to finish. This sounds like it's going to be a shuffle up. It's and Red Bull doesn't abuse tires. Yeah. So there's a possibility that they can't even get those things turned on at all. <laughs> what were you going to say, Henry? Something else to note is that it's not going to be a track that is high downforce. Right. Because it's got the enormous straights. Right. Mm. So like what happens on straights is the tires don't heat up on straights. They heat up in corners. Mm. So you're going to get the tires operating even less. Oh, wow. Than they would do at they're going to be driving road, on rocks this is dope yeah these tires maybe. are literally going to be cement <laughs> they're I not going to be rubber i need maybe i need to get a, a seat for the race and watch them just find the hardest braking zone and mm-hmm. park it there because yes. i think that's going to be where all the drama is uh, it's going to be turn heck one yeah, heck it, yeah. It, like turn one is going to be a disaster uh, I'm so excited. and here's the thing about vegas and yeah. i feel like mm-hmm. maybe we haven't said this on the podcast we haven't talked about vegas a lot we haven't and maybe there's a good reason for that. <laughs> but I think that because of a few things, one, we know that the U.S. is a little bit notorious for a cringe fest. Oh, yeah. And so uh, Miami has been a little embarrassing at times. Been leading the charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Texas has had its moments, but it's not nearly yeah, Miami. Texas is still keeping it under under yeah. like control. The gridwalk can be a little bit yeah. saucy, but otherwise not as glamorous as the yeah. Miami GP. Uh-huh. This one feels like a recipe for the ultimate cringe yeah. of all American dreams. Mm-hmm. And so that that's definitely factor one what, for me. I mean, I mean, just throwing this out there. What could the Las Vegas Grand Prix do that would be more cringy than a fake bay with fake boats? <laughs> I mean, so- fake cars. <laughs> just like that. Like it's like a parade, like the Macy's Day Parade. They're not actually f1 cars there's like a little golf buggy <laughs> in the middle and they're driving just very slowly around yeah they're on way those are the ubers yeah. those are the ubers this weekend i mean yeah 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 is <laughs> like the the tesla loop isn't there like a, a tesla loop in las vegas an underground oh they're, they're trying to build one i believe i don't yeah. know if it's finished yeah i don't know i was thinking maybe the drivers could be on teslas oh good that would be the worst car brand in the world right in line with formula one <laughs> It definitely leaves the door open for lots of interpretation there. We're excited to see what they can do I would to say, embarrass us further. I would say that the Miami Grand Prix is going to be cringier. I think Las Vegas is well within its realms to be glitzy and expensive and also cheap at the same time. But yeah. they're not racing around a football stadium parking lot. No. So it's a it's yeah. a little different. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah. I think there is And I would also potential. kind of expect it from Vegas. Because Vegas has got this reputation, mm-hmm. like you say, of being like glitzy and it's about the show. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like as somebody who doesn't live in America, who doesn't really know the um, the ins and outs between different cities across the country. 
I wouldn't have thought of Miami as being a city that would do something like that. Right. It's It would be more Las Vegas yeah. or Hollywood. Yeah. You know, something that's got that reputation across the globe. And yeah. so far of being yeah. kind of typically. Miami's American. a vacation spot, definitely a party town. And I haven't seen Las but Vegas. But it is Vegas. I haven't seen Las Vegas doing anything besides grandstands and expensive restaurants to watch the race from. Right. Which seems classy. Right. Whereas Miami is building a fake bay. Right, yeah. And yeah, that yeah. was weird. <laughs> yeah. And fake mermaids like swimming around. Right. Las Vegas, I haven't seen any of that. They haven't done anything it's, further than it's the embarrassing like, fake Paris. The fake Paris. Which is already, it's already there. there. It's, it's already there. We've, we've already, already accepted it. <laughs> yeah. It's fake New York, fake Paris. Yeah, exactly. Everything's fake. Fake Bellagio fake, from Italy. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's ev- oh, you're right. Yeah. It's I already mean, there. It's already there. It's, <laughs> it snuck in 20 years ago. Maybe it's just because we're so acclimated to the embarrassment of Vegas that the, okay. it seemed, but I, that's where I remain is yeah. a little bit like <sighs> that's I, it. I, but I think that that's part of what the charm of Vegas is is that mm-hmm. it has no business being the town that it is where it is yeah mm-hmm. it's in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. uh, it is literally dead center between where this podcast is recorded in Los Angeles yeah and uh, because of that, it for some reason got some laws passed to allow gambling, and that is what made Vegas. Yeah, it's keeping that state alive. So, uh, me and Kevin, uh, we used to call him our producer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he used to do stuff, and then he started. <laughs> We're calling him out on this episode. For, you, for those of you who don't know, nobody's safe. We he used to be a producer. Yes, used to help us out a lot. Used he to. is busy. I'll say that he is yes. busy. He got kicked out of the country. Then he made his way back into the country. <laughs> we we and if for those of you who remember, he's the stroll fan Canadian. He is the stroll fan Canadian. <laughs> um, and then he got into a habit of just sending us clips from other Formula One podcasts. It's like, listen, this is so funny. And we're like, have you listened to ours? He's like, not yet. <laughs> 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 little i mean there's a kick in the shins if you ever heard yeah, one yeah, exactly so that's why that's why the host chap is a regular now and kevin <laughs> yeah. but I, I will be going to las vegas grand prix with kevin nice so yeah there's a possibility it might sneak out but yeah, uh, uh, i'm trying to we'll entice see. mike he we'll does see. have a family yeah <laughs> um but uh if so if you are in the vegas area you want to hit us up just hit message the fast ones on instagram definitely and we'll be in the city it'll be fun for sure yeah that'd be awesome I mean, we can get back to the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Yes. But before we do that, um, let's shift gears. Okay. And let's um, let's talk to the Hosh Chap. Last time he was on, he gave us a full in-depth review of the upgrades coming towards Haas. Yeah. And since then, we've seen the Haas perform on track. Yep. And people are mad, <laughs> and some people are hopeful. Right. I am hopeful. I am too. So we want to give the time to the Haas Chap to answer these questions yes what are your thoughts on the Haas upgrade what can we expect and what have we seen yeah it's it's certainly been a bit of a difficult pill to swallow since the hype that we had all of the speculation that we had surrounding the b spec of the vf23 from austin texas onwards um which was then supposed to be the new design and it was very much like the rb19 of this year and it was going to take the uh, design principle forward into next year and kind of would give us a good comparison between mm-hmm. a Red Bull design and a Ferrari design. And actually, kind of what we got was a combination of the two. Because if we remember last time I was on, when we were talking about the like the bowl shape on the side pod. Yeah. So although from a side-on perspective, it looks like it's not there, Actually, if you looked, if you were to tilt, if you were to kind of like stand up like another two feet, you can you can still see 
it's still got a bit of a contour a bowl action. Yeah, there's on the top. holding on yeah, to that bowl. But it has got exceptionally um increased vents like um, yeah i noticed that on the airflow vents on the, down on the, the side back. that look like a super aggressive yeah a louver if you will mm. yeah yeah one other thing about that um that kota car um was that i was on the side of it uh, yeah and i understand uh, that <laughs> you two were also supposed to be on the side we of it were. But, um something <laughs> we was, took a uh, risk we took a risk not- and it didn't pan out <laughs> because i've been the sole contact for haas and their socials and when they sent me the link so they're like the people- only selfies and i was like well i'm not doing that without mike so i sent in a picture of both of us and it didn't make the cut. <laughs> and we we did not end up on the side of the But car. you made so, it. Uh, so for people, for, for context, it was MoneyGram, the sponsors of, uh, uh, total sponsors of House, they said, they emailed um, a bunch of people who like clearly really support the team and a lot of their, uh, their customer base um, said, hey, do you want to be on the side of the, the car in Austin, Texas with the new livery? And so I was like, absolutely. I, Heck yeah. I got the email and I think I replied within about point one of a second. <laughs> going, you're like, yeah, you're like, check that reaction time. Yeah. Lights out and away yeah. we go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sent a picture in straight away and I messaged you guys saying, "Hey, did you did you get an email from? I, I got this email yeah. from Moneygram, but I can't really say anything." And we're like, "Yeah, we got it as well." Yeah. So I ended up on the car. It was a good um, looking pick, dude. I yeah, that was awesome. On Nico's. Yeah. Did someone on the car break a mirror or have some kind of bad energy be put into the new B spec car for the for the weekend in Austin? Just because it seems as though like the hype seemed like this car should be performing. I'm just surprised that we've kind of gotten this result so far. And in FP1, Kota was a sprint weekend in the only free practice session. We ended up fifth and ninth. Yeah. So that hype was clearly it like was real. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. This is the new generation right. really coming into its stride. And we ended the sprint in P15 and P18. Yeah. And then in the main race, it was P11 for Hulk and P14 for K Mac. Mm-hmm. So, and that's after the disqualifications of Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc. Mm-hmm. So, right. kind of not exactly ideal. Yeah. But yeah. considering it's an hour's worth of practice on a brand new design concept i could kind of go oh p11 that's not bad right Mm -hmm. we finished p9 last year at the circuit Mm -hmm. yeah it's two places down but it's a brand new car effectively the drivers have still got to get used to it right Mm -hmm. but we're another two races along and we're still trying to get used to it yeah which is a bit of a shame mexico hulk was p13 and came out dnf yeah and then for brazil again sprint race P16 for K-Mag and for Hulk it was P18. Mm. The only car to be on a set of mediums and not on softs because we still seem to be having an issue with tyre degradation. Yeah, jeez. But we were a minute behind Max Verstappen at the end of that sprint race, which was only 24 yeah, laps. Yeah, that's only 24 laps. Which was... Brutal. You know, that's t- two seconds a lap, effectively, Yeah, that you're losing. So here's a question and a thought, because... I I felt the same way and I feel like I still have some hope. I still have some optimism for the car because when I look at the the upgrade was introduced at at Austin mm-hmm. sprint we, sprint race weekend. Then we head to Mexico and in in again just in defense of Haas, AlphaTauri seems to have just unlocked something. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yeah. 
um, and their car is very quick. Yeah. Again, that's a bummer that it isn't us. Yeah. But we go from Austin to Mexico and Mexico is the only normal race weekend. So two out of the three races that we have this new upgrade were sprit race weekends with park Fermi conditions after FP1 hmm. and only one race weekend with all of the practice sessions to be able to do everything to it. Yeah. And that one race weekend is the only one in the year that they talk about the elevation because Mexico city is yeah. so high oh. that aerodynamics don't play into it as much. So it has a wow. near Monza sort of discussion around low down force and not really getting quite the same effect that you normally do. Okay. So when I look at three races and not a lot of success with the new package, mm -hmm. a part of me says, maybe it's not the fault of the designer and more of the fault of the timing. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should have introduced this package a little sooner or later. Yeah, it's difficult. It's difficult because obviously the, the team back at the factory and the designers, they have to come up with this idea. They've got to look at what's going to move them forward. Right and design it, manufacture it, then they've got to send it to the crash testing right. so the FIA can sign it off. And, you know, there's a whole load of steps. But on your point of being optimistic, for the Grand Prix at Brazil, which, again, is another high elevation circuit yeah. that isn't really mentioned, yeah. but, again, it's not too dissimilar to... Mexico. It's um, a little Mexico less. City. It's a little shy of Mexico, but it is still high. It's a little shy of Mexico yeah. City, but it's still quite a high elevation nico hulkenberg in the main grand prix at brazil he gained 12 seconds in 15 laps yeah, that, behind logan Sargent. that's huge to then end up in p12 yeah which i was watching that gap get wider and wider and wider of course it was the unfortunate bit with k-mag at the beginning with albon and hulk right yeah, it's ridiculous but logan Sargent was he was 15 seconds ahead on it was like lap 56 yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. Then as the laps started to tumble, Nico was just getting closer and closer and closer. And I don't know whether or not that was something to do with his time management and then he was really pushing at the end or a battery thing that they just managed to find the right sort of sink Right. That you can charge in specific points and not lose lap time so much. Yeah, maybe spying on or, Fernando Alonso's <laughs> data. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, the car was really starting to come alive. Right. Mm. I'm hopeful about this. There's a group chat that I'm a part of um, that's got a bunch of people about Formula One, and they were really slating Haas over these past three races because it's like, oh, you spend all this money on these upgrades, and you know you can't even get a single point, and Williams has now got double points, mm. and Alpha Tauri has shot ahead of you, and you're now at the bottom. You're in P10. Gunter Steiner needs to go. Jeez, oh, everyone needs to give up. Ruthless and, idiots. And I'm just, yeah, they're not really seeing it from our perspective, obviously, because if they're not fans, they're not going to have right. that passion yeah. right. for what we're trying to gun for. But they're kind of missing the broader picture about what's really happening. They're getting an understanding for next year, much like in 2021, right. where we just scrapped the car and was just like, no, forget it. We're not going to do it. Put all the development in for 2022. Mm -hmm. That worked out really well. It did. I think it's a similar situation. I think I will also say that I saw a lot of people online saying that the people within the team should just give up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 
and they should they should leave the sport. Jeez, oh, and you're actually it's amazing to me. It's not even like they're just specifically going after somebody like Gunter Steiner. Mm-hmm. It's like an entire you would kind of organization. It's an entire organization. <laughs> yeah. It's three hundred people it has. Yeah. It's not Mercedes or Williams where they've got a thousand people. Right. And they're still the best scoring team who are in last ever in Formula One. Right. Wow. Yeah. No team who is 10, P10, has ever had more than 12 points. Oh, right. That's a crazy stat, Henry. I didn't know that. Yeah. Which is part of the reason why this season shows just how competitive this new reg is. Jeez. And how, mm-hmm. like, when you're half a second off of the time and qualifying for pole, yeah. you could be P20. Jeez. Which is nuts. Yeah. What do you think about it? We're talking hundredths and tenths separate the wow. each position in qualifying. But mm. anyways, continue. Well, where it used to be, to, to your point, where it used to be, you could probably get a gap of four seconds between pole position and P20 or 22 or 24, whenever it was right. those, whenever it was that sort of set up in Formula One. Right. But now you do, you've got half a tenth in it mm-hmm. and you're from you're in that zone of point scoring right to right at the bottom it's super hard and actually i think for 300 people to be able to do that mm. as opposed to a thousand people right. yeah. who have been in the sport for about 50 years right that's impressive i think that's actually quite a good thing right going on it's a good sign yeah it's a, no it's amazing what they've yeah. accomplished and I think that, like, look, it, it, to, to compare it and contrast it, a lot of people saying things about even Aston Martin. I think Aston Martin is a great metaphor for this a little, just because they have taken a lot of criticism mm-hmm. for being P2 in the championship and then falling and then sort of making a late surge back to the front uh, recently, mm-hmm. which we don't know if that's indicative of anything other than Fernando Alonso being a beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the car, but... When you compare it to like a McLaren, McLaren is a massive organization of a thousand people. Mm-hmm. They're stealing Rob Marshall from Red Bull, one of the top people. Aston Martin stole, um, I'm forgetting his name right now, but he's the one that he was number two to Adrian Newey. Mm. And they stole him at the beginning of the year, okay. which is part of the reason why Aston Martin was P2. Mm. Oh, is because wow. their car was super quick from this thieving of aero people from red right, bull yeah so we're talking there's two major steals from red bull that have happened and both of those teams have found themselves in competing for p2 yeah on the podiums right. every week and mercedes yeah. called back james allison from being chief technical officer mm-hmm. to being technical director and suddenly the car has improved yeah so we're talking that all of these teams have made major adjustments ferrari has replaced Mattia with Fred Vasseur mm-hmm. and we've seen pockets of okayness yeah. <laughs> from them. <laughs> Alpha Tauri has admitted defeat and they're like, we're not going to de- design a car anymore. It's straight up just going to be a Red Bull 2.0 mm-hmm. and Alfa Romeo is going to be Audi. So the only team that we're like really like the one that really should be at the bottom is probably Alfa Romeo, but even they're still a thousand employee powerhouse mm. of a team by comparison to the 300 at Haas. Yeah. So, but with all of that said, Haas has not stolen anybody. Right. All of this is still such an organic development program Mm -hmm. to be able to develop a car that's as quick as it is and so close to being on the pace Mm -hmm. that I am optimistic. At some point or another, that silver bullet will be found and I think the car will finish in the points regularly. Totally. And so I think it's just, you know, you got to hang on that hope. 
but it is funny to compare them to all of these companies that have all this money to be like, yeah, we're going to go steal a few executives, a mm-hmm. few key role players from teams that are doing it right. Yeah. It's like Gunter and Gene don't have that capability. Yeah. And they just trust their team. And I love that that team is still trusted. I, you've never hear in the news, Haas fires half the company because they're not performing. Yeah. The, uh, no. Mm-hmm. They're so true and loyal to what they are. And I freaking love it. So oh, that's great. Anyways, there's my two cents. I completely agree. They still want to do this and that they still want to compete for points. They're not competing for wins. Right. We're not really competing for podiums. We're competing to be part of one of the most, one of the fastest growing sports in the world. Right. That's also true. And That's a good point. I, I, I really admire that they're sticking with it and they're not just throwing it in the bin. There was a survey done, not that um, only a couple of days ago, that came out and averaged the value of a Formula One team. Take a guess what that value is. Two point three billion. <laughs> I mean, it, it it's probably somewhere in the eight hundred million, five hundred million category to me. It is one point eight eight billion. Jeez, Louise, you yeah. were close. I, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. You were close. Yeah, there's only ten teams. Well, right, the and real it's estate, the, like is... the biggest sport in the world right now. I feel right. it's just growing and like crazy. Is, so that is an average. So it's it's not all the teams are worth that. That's crazy. It's, some teams are worth more and some are worth less. Yeah, obviously, Willi- Haas obviously, is going to be obviously Haas three point eight billion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, Williams of twenty dollars, twenty dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One one British pound. (laughs) But it's funny that you mentioned Aston Martin earlier because Lawrence Stroll, right, right, when he was uh, doing Racing Point with uh, our Lord and Saviour Otmar (laughs) Schaffner. If you remember, they were accused of designing the pink Mercedes, right? And then all of a sudden, they were really quick, and everyone was like, "Uh, uh, uh." That's naughty, naughty, naughty. Right. But yet Haas are still able to produce like a brand new looking car. Right. And acknowledge that it's got the origins mm-hmm. and the kind Some of DNA the concept of, of the RB19. Yeah. But it's not like going behind someone's back. Yeah. If anybody was listening to the coverage on Sky, David Croft was uh, talking to Gunter Steiner on the pit wall. David Croft asked the question about, is this going to be the car for next year or will there be something else? Gunter Steiner said, this is not the car for next year. There is another <gasps> car. That's for 2024. Why did I just get shivers? Yeah, I honestly I did. It, 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 felt like, it felt like Return of the Jedi. Yeah. When he's just like, there is another. Yeah. Or it's like, it's yeah, Empire yeah. Strikes Back when like Luke leaves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leia. <laughs> just as a caveat for any legal teams out there. Yeah. yeah. That this is what I heard right. on mm. Sky Sports. There's been nothing said about it's like a new design. Right. It's a new concept or anything. Right. It could be uh, an evolution yeah. of the one that is right now. Right. But it isn't. But as far as I could work out, it isn't going to be that car. Mm-hmm. It's going to be another It'll one. It'll be VF24 so, inspired by the 23. Mm. Yeah, but it won't be like the chassis of the VF23 going into the VF24. Right. It'll be another new chassis from Dallara. Mm. Interesting. That's cool. Thank you for... That was a brilliant... This is amazing. Yeah. What a breakdown for our, our favorite boys at Haas. Yeah. And all the hard work that they're putting in. For I real. Think it's... Uh, 
I think it's amazing and it needs to be highlighted that they are doing this as well as they yeah. are. Those comments that I see on social media about <laughs> the people within the team could just like need to give up. I would just like to put it to those people who have doubts about Haas and think that the Andretti should just take over. Boo. You're talking a load of nonsense. Yeah. Do you not think that the people who are working in the garages, although they are not happy, obviously, right. with not scoring points and are at the bottom of the championship, do you think that they're not trying their absolute hardest to do everything that they can in their power to make sure that the team is succeeding as much as possible? Mm-hmm. Because if it doesn't, their livelihoods are on the line. Right. Like Tom, Monique, Ol, um, Marek, uh, Troy, or some of the people behind the scenes. Simone Resta, I mean. Simone, yeah. Simone Resta yeah. and Ayu Kamatsu, yeah. you know. Just take for a second, actually, and understand and listen to what you're saying <laughs> as a human being to human being. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to be critical. Right. But it's I don't I don't like the nastiness that right. comes yeah. And it is starting to turn like we saw a couple of races ago where fans were being physically abused right. in the grandstands for supporting another team. Yeah, it's like, come on. Yeah, it was in Mexico. If it, oh, there was a fight. If yeah. fans are going to start to talk about things like this, this is not the sort of civilised thing that Formula One mm. kind of has upheld. Yeah, okay, it's scrappy. It's, you know, a bit cheeky at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there is a respect there. Absolutely. And I, actually, I think that respect is starting to dwindle so i'd like to re-inject oh that's well that's lovely yeah i think it, it is a is a comment there something that's very interesting about formula one is that when you think about engineering jobs and the type of degrees that it takes to even be in the sport mm-hmm. it's really funny because like to say that you've studied engineering in school and you get a project to do a bridge yeah for like a highway and your job is to engineer that bridge and make sure it's got what kind of lifespan of when this thing needs to be serviced and maintained. And uh, there's so many factors in like what that job does. Mm-hmm. There aren't 19 other teams competing for that job. There aren't 19 other teams trying to do it better to make it look better, to make it stronger, mm-hmm. to try to innovate materials, to try to, there's, there's like one government contract and that guy does his job. Yeah. And he knows how to do it within budget and all those things. <laughs> but in Formula One, it's like top of their class. Yeah. All, every engineer that is in the sport. Yeah. And they're all working within such constraints of like, this is the budget we have. Yeah. And this the is, rule book that you're allowed. Yeah. Here's, here's the time in the wind tunnel that we can take. Yeah. And we can run models and try to figure out if that wind tunnel data gives us anything. Mm-hmm. There's so many things to be like evaluated and created from everything Mm -hmm. and there's just a handful of those engineers that know how to put it together to make something that's stupid fast yeah and so i think that it is uh, it is really funny how critical people can be and i'm like this isn't football it isn't a sport where a bunch of people whistle they blow the whistle and it stops and everyone breathes for a second then they go to the line and do it again yeah it's not meatheads this is Mm -hmm. very different Mm -hmm. and so a very competitive sport with lots of great talent so anyways just super interesting point thought i would just back it up i've been thinking in my head i mean i can't top what you guys just said because i think it was beautiful and like <laughs> it's a, just a wonderful point to bring up um henry 
going back to Mexico and Brazil, does the elevation really matter that much? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. wild to me. Let just me, like just thinner oxygen. Like yes. you're not getting as much oxygen in the engine. The air density makes a factor on the on the downforce provided by mm. the wings and everything that is yeah. made on the car. I guess I do I do know that like in some of those hotter races, uh, Singapore or whatever, you might see the humidity spooling off oh, the back of the in, wings. Yeah, I feel like in Austria, you could always see... In Austria, okay. Yeah. I don't know why Austria. I would have to do some research but, here, but I feel like you can always see some white mm, spooling mm-hmm. off the wing when they go down the street. In Mexico, it's, it's messing with that car aerodynamics enough that it's a factor. Yeah, and I'll huh. explain to our listeners, Max is from Utah. I am. And so Max grew up training... Uh-huh. R- running a mile uh-huh. and PE uh-huh. <laughs> and doing all of that exactly at Utah elevation. That's true. And when I moved okay, from okay. Southern yeah, California yeah, yeah, yeah. to Utah <laughs> and I had to do PE here, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> this is a good, that's a good point. There was one year I went to Fiji and was hanging out with some locals and we played rugby and it was just like straight from Salt Lake right to Fiji. Yeah. I was running laps around those Fijians. <laughs> it was the best feeling ever. Yeah. They and were I like, could what never is wrong again. with him? <laughs> Why is that guy so fast? So if I was a Formula One car, yeah. that makes sense too. Yeah. Okay. This is very similar. Easy. That was an easy analogy to yeah. understand. <laughs> it, it's uh, it's as simple as that. It's the same thing. Air, air quality and content in Utah mm-hmm. is way lower than sea level. So Mexico is, is a factor enough. Mm-hmm. Cool. Any other thoughts on the Haas team before we move on? Move on, Henry. Uh, I love them. They're all great. <laughs> they are great. Um, and it's we, it's two races left: Las Vegas yeah. and Abu Dhabi. And wow, what a year! If it comes to the end of the year and we're still P10, we're still, like I said earlier, the the highest scoring last place team in Formula One. Wow! So that's something to be said for just how competitive the grid has been this year. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not a reflection of their performance as human beings. It's a reflection of the capabilities and the limitations that the organization as a whole has. If you're a team that is spread across three countries <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with no personal wind tunnel, no personal simulator, mm. you have to go and use Ferraris. Yeah. Mm. So every time... K-Mag or Nico has to use the simulator to you try have to and ask for the keys the from Vasur. They've yeah. got to go to Italy. And we don't know if they have fiber optic Leno. internet. Yeah. I mean, there's, there are many factors <laughs> yeah. across this as far I as think efficiencies. Oper- I think the internet in Italy, is, I think it's operated by Candle. Yeah. <laughs> it explains a lot about Ferrari now, actually. Yeah. It explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a huge amount of support still behind the team. Totally. I'm one of them. We're, you know, yeah, a don't make that exclusive. People who have come <laughs> don't make that together. exclusive. You're talking about we are. We're behind. <laughs> we <that>. are. Yeah. <laughs> we are a collection of people who have come together because of a, 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 a joint love of this particular team. Totally. For sure. And there are thousands of fans just waiting to see that car go round and round in circles. Totally. Looking as good as it does. Just wanting the underdog to to come through, and I, I I think there is there is something there that I think is worth holding on to because if you just drop it, then what could have been might be missed. So I think that's where I stand. Totally, don't 
give up. That was an epic Do speech. Yeah, was that like, freestyle? Did, did we just soapbox <laughs> for a moment there? Uh, that was beautiful. Well, yeah. well let's yeah. shift gears to the Las Vegas Grand Prix and talk <laughs> and, about that crap. And, <laughs> and that, that will just end the episode on the low note. <laughs> <laughs> that was too good to pass up. Yeah, Shoot. Totally. I think that's amazing. Um, yeah. Thanks for bringing that back to our true love of Haas. Yes, totally. I'm like so invigorated. Yeah, I've never been more inspired in my life. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, final segment. Dun, dun, dun. We're going to roll the dice in this segment. <laughs> I'm going to pull the slot. Oh, here we go, Henry. Why is it? Why is it called craps? Because it's shit. <laughs> <I'm awful name>. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know the answer to that. You think that maybe some rough and tumble Americans such as us know about that. But I uh, I was like, I don't know the history of casinos. Get very far into I this. know that James Bond plays a lot of casinos in all over Europe, so it's not exclusively an American thing. No. Yeah. Uh, we didn't invent casinos no. at all. We just made them full of Elvis and prostitutes. <laughs> does, does Europe, <laughs> did Europe ever have prostitutes before America existed? <laughs> Is it called the oldest profession for I, that reason? I don't know. <laughs> Did Sting write Roxanne after just visiting the America for the first time? Is this is this a genuine representation of the American American education? <laughs> we yes. didn't learn about prostitutes. Yeah, well, maybe you about, did in America. Well, did we? we learned about eagles and freedom and bacon. <laughs> we had fifty states to learn about. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, they made us learn songs and memorize how many states there are. Yeah. That's different, man. Yeah, and we came out ready to face the world. But where the hell are we, are we going? We're talking about <laughs> Vegas. Okay, <laughs> um, what are we gonna? Let's do, see it. Vegas predictions. What right. do you think is gonna happen? We can talk about Haas. Right. We can also predict what's gonna happen on the podium. Right. I mean, talking about now that the temperatures are gonna be cold. Right. Uh, there could be a fun mix-up. There could be. And that sounds good in a track that is new it looks like an upside down pig yep dead with its feet in the air uh-huh we'll post that link that, in bio that new track <laughs> it's probably skinny in some areas high consequence yes if you get out of line you're smashed into a wall right you have l- low temperatures no experience it could be fun <laughs> it could be could be really fun fun okay guys what do we think predictions henry. predictions i'm gonna let henry start that's one two Haas one two. Yeah. Yay. I mean, yeah. I like that. Let's go with that for him. I can't not. <laughs> I can't not. There's an opportunity for me to put, give a prediction every time somebody's asked me what do I think is going to result. Mm, Haas one two. And when it happens, yeah, it's going to be gonna, epic. They're going to be like, Henry said it. I said it. And I'm just going to drop the mic. <laughs> a friend of mine asked me last season. He said, what are your predictions for this weekend? Do you think Haas will finish in the points? Mm -hmm. I can't remember what race it was, but I remember being like, actually, I think this is our best shot. Mm. So, yeah. And he put like 40 bucks on it and he won like four grand. Oh, jeez. Out of bet. (laughs) (laughs) And he he bought me a Haas shirt. There you go. (laughs) He was like, thanks, man. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, thanks. (laughs) You got four grand? Yeah. Jeez. So, anyways. Side note, Haas has three home races. They do now. I mean, no team has that many home races. No. Could you actually say they have seven? (laughs) (laughs) I guess because they have Italy. And Imola and Monza. Italy twice. Uh-huh. Yeah. You have three in the US. Then Silverstone, yeah. kind of, because yeah. they're in the UK. And then three 
in the States. Yeah, so yeah. it's a, it's a, we have a lot of home races. Yeah. Oh, you know what would be great? They need to bring Hockenheim back. They do. Man, do they. That track rules. Is that in Germany? Yes. Yeah. And uh, I feel like after Sebastian Vettel hit the barrier in the rain and lost the championship to Lewis Hamilton, F1 was like, Germany needs a break. They're really sad. They're not going to forget <laughs> this anytime soon. <laughs> and so I feel like, I swear, because it was right after that that they didn't renew mm. Germany, mm-hmm. which was a bummer. But yeah. I love that racetrack. Yeah. Um, going into like this weekend, like I said, <laughs> oh, sorry, we're we off topic. <laughs> I just, I'm thinking, Whoops, thinking. not again. <laughs> this I'm, is why Max is host, yeah. by the way. Everyone. I'm thinking out loud, like, uh, cause yeah, I said, I'm planning on going down to Las Vegas. Yeah. I've been doing research on where I can watch the race, where I can hang out. I've been getting pushed tons of ads. There's like Ferrari fan zones and Red Bull fan zones. There is I'll be saying there's no Haas. There's no Haas fan zone. I haven't found one yet. So why don't we just and I want to be the hub for Haas one. fans? Yes. 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 Exactly. So, yeah. Okay. We're yeah. going to find the Chuck E. Cheese in Vegas <laughs> and we're going to start a Haas fan zone of our own yeah. at the Chuck E. Cheese. A, no, you need, a, yeah. You know, it needs to be, it needs to be at that pawn shop. <laughs> the, sorry. He said pawn shop for pawn? Americans. Like, yes. <laughs> it's not yeah, porn pawn. shop. All right. <laughs> I was like, which porn shop? On there's the, on, a, there's on several the porn shops in, in Vegas as well, but the pawn shop mm-hmm. for pawn stars, is that the one that you're thinking yeah, of? Yeah, yeah, there that you would go. be great. It's best I can do is I was, $50. <laughs> I was thinking the M&M store or the White Castle that's right on the strip. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but but yeah, it would be great if like... Uh, we grow as like Haas fans. Right. We have the Haas chap and then we have this Haas zone. Right. That is sponsored by Haas MoneyGram. MoneyGram. Right. We got to get your money to where it needs to go. I'm what? trying to get sponsored by this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Subtle. Anyway, <laughs> do we think Las Vegas is going to be a big old disaster or do you think it's going to be amazing? Well, here's what are our bets. Here's the thing that I think is going to be something we're all watching for. Uh-huh. Vegas is not guaranteed another race. I thought they had three years. They have a 10-year deal. Minimum three events. Is it minimum of three? But I believe that that contract is not like the option is following mm-hmm. the Vegas Grand Prix. I think it's two. Is it two years and then... And then it's an option. An option for 10? Yeah. Okay, so that's... I have a feeling, though, that I'm I'm very concerned about the temperatures, genuinely worried that the drivers and the teams are mm. going to be like, what the hell was that yeah. after the race mm-hmm. and that they're going to get just bombarded with the political fire mm. of Toto Wolf and yeah. be like, I have it printed out. Yeah, I have it printed out. It was four <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit <laughs> or Celsius, yeah. you know, and, and just turn into a disaster. So. I feel like as a fan that does want Vegas to succeed in a way, mm-hmm. it, it's like, I do want this race to happen. Yeah. I'm hopeful that the race will yield something that at least makes it continue. Mm-hmm. Cause I think there's room for improvement already by looking at the circuit layout. Yeah. There's, there's potential room for improvement, <laughs> but we got to be able to at least get the race to, to desire that, to get the mm-hmm. sport to desire to improve yeah. it year over year. Yeah. Henry, what do you think? Is it going to be a disaster or is it going to be an amazing Grand Prix weekend? It's. I think it's going to be either one or the other. I think it's either going to be exceptionally 
poor and just a procession (laughs) (laughs) or it's gonna be the most underappreciated race of the season and it's gonna be an absolutely amazing one and i actually when i said has one too a little bit of a joke but also kind of semi-serious because Hass's tire degradation is high has come from lots of corners at high speed right this is going to be big straights caught a few corners at slow speed mm. so i think actually Hass has got a pretty good pretty shot. decent shot and i think that the high think- degradation teams are going to be able to warm tires up yeah and get them to operate I agree. and as a point we're going with the hardest compounds <laughs> Four tires this weekend as well. So combine cold and hardest a hard like a really hard tire. It's gonna you're gonna be sliding around a lot. (sighs) I think there is gonna be some interesting. All right, so that gives me that gives me my prediction. Okay, but based on that, okay, what's your prediction? And then we all will take bets on who's gonna crash first. Okay, and I'll write these bets down. All right. I, I'm putting my money on Carlos Sainz brings home the win. Oh, Mike. So Carlos I'm going to go with a Ferrari okay. in the front. And then I think that it'll probably be Carlos, Max, and Lando. That's my top three for Vegas. Okay. Fun. What is, what is your thoughts? I wasn't thinking podium-wise. I was thinking points-wise. Oh, okay. I was like, I can see Haas getting into the points. That would be really fun. It would be epic. I would love for Daniel Ricciardo to be top four. I don't know if that could happen, but... I mean, based on Mexico, it could, it's possible. It's not, it's not, it's not crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can. I think Max will probably take it. Yeah. Lewis, second place. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Nothing to support that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oscar yeah. Piastri, third. Okay. I, I'm happy to have the, the dry Aussie okay. on third. Yeah. Now, who's going to crash first? Okay, I I'm Sergio Perez. There will be a there will be a crash. Mike says Sergio. <laughs> I love you, Checo. Okay, but something says that maybe you qualify poorly and maybe desperation sets Ooh. in, and that's the only thing that I'm concerned about there. So I'm going with Checo. If 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 Checo crashes out, Lewis gets second. That gap that to chip second chips. place is, yeah. is still in the it's still on on. Yep. Okay, Henry. If there's a crash, who's crashing first? I think it's gonna be either. Lance, <laughs> okay, yeah, because it, it he he's he, I I think he's just gonna yeah <laughs> exactly you feel in your gut it's Lance Stroll <laughs> I um, just think he's good or I I don't know why the the prediction gods are speaking to me <laughs> and they're telling me Joe Guanyu uh, and I don't know why okay and it's nothing against him no because he's he's a really decent driver yeah, he is really yeah. good but I don't know I don't know why there's just something in my head saying. Jaguar News gonna yeah crash out. First. He's just but gonna be distracted. Tra- but <laughs> is there a caveat to this? Is it at any point the first one to crash? Or is it in the Grand Prix? It's the first one to crash. Oh, that's what I said. Right. So, so first to crash, they they could crash and. But who are the other DNFs? Maybe. Well, well let's I get through Grand Prix. No, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean it. So is it the first one to crash of the weekend? No, Grand Prix. Or is it the first one to crash of the Grand Prix? The Grand Prix. That's a good oh, one. Okay. Yeah. There's going to be people hitting the barriers in practice. Max, and Max yeah, will be one of them. I'm yeah, sure. They're, they're, they need to learn the <laughs> limits of that track. Yeah. Um, I'm saying that either Bottas crashes. Okay. So another alpha. Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting pick. Yeah. Okay. That's why Oscar's going to get third yeah. on my podium. Yeah. Yeah. It's because Lando, Lando's going to be leading. Uh-huh. It's going to be a, it it's going to be a, he's going to crash. He's going to be like, yeah. 
It was mine. Oh, he keeps getting robbed. Poor yeah. Lando. Well, okay. Las Vegas this week. We're stoked for it. Fingers crossed that it's not the biggest disaster, but that we have something that's very fun uh-huh. to talk about yeah. next week. Haas. Viva Las Vegas. He's ready to. Viva I've never seen him so Haas ready Vegas. for anything in his life. I love Amazing. that. Okay. All well, right. thanks again to the Hosh Chap for being on the show. Thanks Guys, for joining us. Follow the Hosh Chap on TikTok and much. on Instagram. Anywhere else that we want to reach out to you because you're crushing just, it. Just those. Okay. Uh, on email, you can, if you want, if you really want, you can send me an email, thehashchap at gmail.com um, or a smoke signal or homing pigeon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That does work. Okay. And thanks for listening to the show. Uh, yeah. Like, subscribe, follow us as well. Tell your friends. And we look forward to. Breaking down the Vegas GP next Subscribe week. Subscribe on YouTube. Watch it on YouTube. Like it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Comment on YouTube. Yes. Share it. Turn notifications on. All that good stuff. Man, he's, uh, he's better than us. This is this. why he's better than Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Beast. Well, I just got a thousand planes. And I'm going <laughs> Mr. I'm going to give out a plane to anyone who asks about it. <laughs> Do you have a thousand planes? You get a plane. <laughs> Why hasn't Mr. Beast bought a Formula One team yet? Uh, it's next. Yeah, it's next. That's the next thing. Oh he's, he's, it's the Mr. Beast really and Dreddy Formula One team. I really? Do. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. What could the Las Vegas Grand Prix do that would be more cringy than a fake bay with fake boats? <laughs> fake cars. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>